Coming up on the Keto Camp Podcast, we welcome back Jay Campbell. And a smart surgeon who has been doing this for a long time will tell you that a 50-year-old knee is not going to heal as well with a grafted replacement than if you just gave him TB500 and BPC157. That's a whole other conversation. But that's where we're going with peptides. There's also one other one I should mention, and that's called TA1 or thymus and alpha-1. Dude, if you do that peptide, you ain't getting COVID. You got no chance. That massively stimulates all around immunity of your body. You're basically a you know a biological organism that ain't getting sick. Mm. You know, there's cognitive increasing peptides like dihexa. There's all these new tropics that are coming into the mic that literally stimulate cognition. I mean, literally increase IQ. Basically, sick care medicine model will be for people who are outdated and are like, I can only afford my $30 copay. Versus the people like me and you who are like, oh no, I'm my own doctor. Yeah. I'm the proactive person of my own health. I'm gonna use peptides because I am not into this sick care game. I'm into like optimization. We have access to ancient healing strategies such as ketosis, fasting, and carnivore. And on the Keto Camp Podcast, we are determined to deliver the science to you. We bring in the thought leaders in this space to have extraordinary conversations so you could apply it and change your life. Your body was built to thrive. Your body is capable of healing as long as you identify the interference and remove it. I believe you are a masterpiece because you are a piece of the master. My name is Ben Azadi. I'm the best-selling author of Keto Flex, and I wanna thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper, Ben Azadi here, host of the Keto Camp Podcast from benazadi.com. We welcome back my good friend, Jay Campbell. Jay has been on the show before, episode 51, where he talked about when the best time to eat carbs for fat loss, intermittent fasting for weight loss, hormone optimization, metabolic flexibility, and other topics. That link to that other podcast can be found in the notes of this podcast. On today's episode, we dive deep into hormones and how the environment impacts your hormones and how these hormones communicate with each other and how the environment could actually disrupt the communication. Practical solutions to regulating blood sugar spikes. One of the amazing tips he gave is not eating before bed. You're going to understand how eating before bed could cause inflammation in your body and slow your fat loss results. We also get into metabolic flexibility, which is the key to longevity, and Jay is the master on this topic. He's been on other huge podcasts like Ben Greenfield and others talking about this topic. He also has amazing books out there that have sold a tremendous amount of copies because he's a leading authority. Then we get into a topic that we have actually not discussed in depth on the Keto Camp podcast before, and that is peptides. We'll talk about peptides, what are they, what are the benefits, what you need to know, and it was super fascinating to hear how peptides could help with anti-aging and how to do it the right way. And then we get into a very important topic for men and women, hair loss. Jay decided 
to dive deep into the research with his partner. And they developed a company called Asir. And this company is doing incredible things to help regrow your hair. Jay used to be bold about a year ago. And if you would watch him on the video interview on our YouTube channel or anywhere else, you'll see that he actually has hair now. Natural hair has grown back. So if you're struggling with hair loss from keto, from an underactive thyroid, from too much fasting, this is going to be a topic you want to hear. And you can learn more about his company, Asir, over at asircustom.com. We actually have a coupon code for you to use, Keto Camp at checkout. We'll drop a link for that down below. So grab a pen and paper, take a lot of notes. This is going to be a fun conversation and a very informative conversation for you today. Before I bring Jay on, I want to take a minute here to get to the Apple Podcast rating and review of the day from Jenny MP 35 This is a five-star review titled Informative and Inspiring. I stumbled upon this podcast after watching Keto Camp videos on YouTube. I love listening to Ben. He is very knowledgeable in keto and intermittent fasting. I love listening to your podcast so that I can learn more about my own body and health. I've also enjoyed the guest speakers that have been on. Thank you for sharing your wealth of information. You inspire me on my health journey. Jenny, thank you. I'm so grateful you are inspired from the podcast and the YouTube channel. Keep learning. Keep applying. Your body will continue to heal. So kudos to you. And thank you so much for taking the time to leave that rating and review for the podcast. If you haven't left the Keto Camp Podcast a rating or a review yet on Apple Podcast, please do so right now. It really does help the show grow. And maybe I'll be reading your review on the next episode. Did you know there's actually beverages that can supercharge your fasting results? My favorite, which is a keto powerhouse, is apple cider vinegar. There's a ton of research showing apple cider vinegar has been beneficial for boosting your metabolism, suppressing appetite, reducing fat storage. That's because apple cider vinegar contains acetic acid, which is a short-chain fatty acid that's been shown to promote weight loss in those ways. Also, apple cider vinegar is one of the best ways to balance your blood sugars. A study showed apple cider vinegar improved insulin sensitivity after high-carb meals up to 34%. We also know that apple cider vinegar stimulates digestion, acts as a biostimulant to help break down the fat you're eating on keto. Another research study showed apple cider vinegar protects against mineral depletion. If you're like me, you probably don't like the taste of apple cider vinegar. I think it tastes disgusting. That's why my go-to is Paleo Valley's Apple Cider Vinegar Complex. This is an organic blend of apple cider vinegar and four more gut and health supportive superfoods. I take this before my meals, I take it before coffee, and this enhances my fast and my blood sugar regulation. You'll find it contains organic apple cider vinegar, organic turmeric, organic ginger, organic Ceylon cinnamon, and organic lemon. Since you are a listener of the Keto Camp podcast, we worked out an exclusive discount code for you to get the apple cider vinegar complex capsules and all of the products over at Paleo Valley. All you need to do is head to paleovalley.com and use the coupon code KETOCAMP15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order. By the way, they got delicious beef sticks and an awesome organ meat complex. Go check them out. Paleovalley.com. That is KetoCamp15 at checkout. We'll also drop a link down below in the show notes. 
All right, let's discuss metabolic flexibility, peptides, and hair loss with Jay Campbell. Jay Campbell is a brother of mine. I love this man. He's got amazing energy. He's the Amazon best-selling author of four change-making books in the optimization healthcare space. The 2019 release and master treatises on fat loss, guaranteed shredded, the 2018 release and number one overall men's health book, the Testosterone Optimization Therapy Bible, which is the ultimate guide to living a fully optimized life. He also wrote the 2017 intermittent fasting masterpiece called the Metabolic Blowtorch Diet. He also wrote in 2015 the number one five-star rated book of all time on testosterone replacement therapy on how to optimize your testosterone for lifelong happiness and health. Here's Jay Campbell. Brother Jay Campbell, welcome back to the Keto Camp Podcast. The Benazadi Binding is an honor and a privilege, and I'm always humbly uh, excited to be with you whenever I get an opportunity. You are a child of the light, and when you and I get together, we make magic. <laughs> we do. We do. And you are as well, a child of the light. I love what you're doing in the world. I was on your podcast a couple of times, the Jay Campbell podcast. Of course, you have amazing books out there. We were just talking about how most people don't even read books cover to cover, but we have books out there. How many books do you have, Jay? <laughs> Six books. And, Six. Uh, and let me say this too. Ben's books are amazing too. I mean, uh, yeah, brother, we're in a different world now, but uh, we have to we have to adapt and move on, right? Adapt and pivot. That's right. Yeah. Adaptation in more ways than one. So yeah, you have amazing books out there, which we'll reference in the notes of the podcast. And you were on episode 51, which was over a year ago before everything happened with COVID and all that. And uh, we discussed when's the best time to eat carbs for fat loss. We discussed intermittent fasting for weight loss, metabolic flexibility, and some other things. And that was a while ago. So I'm glad that you're back on the show today to discuss some other really important topics and some cool things you're doing with hair regrowth. But before we get into all that, let's start with um, a topic that I love to just speak about and jam out with you about, which is our hormones, these chemical messengers, and how the environment impacts how our hormones function. So maybe if you could just get into what exactly we mean by the environment and how in the world does that impact how our hormones communicate with each other and ourselves? Awesome question. And, you know, it's probably the most important question, you know, and I'll, I'll just lead with some like, you know, disturbing data, but you know, and this is in my, my last two books, which was uh, the, the TOT Bible and testosterone optimization therapy Bible. And then of course my newest book, which is living a fully optimized life, which no one reads, <laughs> which is amazing. You know, but uh, <laughs> the Hebrew university study, which was concluded in 2013, which was a seven continent, 49,000 patient cohort of men looking at sperm and luteinizing hormone and follicle stimulating hormone levels. And they concluded, Ben, that by the year 2041, and again, when I say this, a lot of people think this is like crazy conspiracy theory. It's not, but by the year 2041, men would be basically infertile. That their conclusion was that we were headed on a path where men would not be able to propagate the species, right? So XY chromosome goes bye-bye. Now, obviously, if you start talking to the people in the transhumanist, you know, whatever you want to call them, you know, we're all into CRISPR and gene editing and all this new technology, the biobot world, you'll say, oh, well, we'll create a workaround. You know, man will merge with machine and we'll figure out like a way to create artificial sperm or whatever nonsense that is. But I mean, in truth, we are at a crossroads right now in civilization and the environment 
that we have created through modernization is decimated. You know, you walk outside, Ben, as you know, and you're being annihilated by all these different particulates that are in the environment, the fertilizer that's in the wind, the atrazine, the glyphosate. I mean, people, you know, I just did this podcast earlier this morning with Dave Palumbo, but like people in the Midwest, and thank God for you, you know, you and I don't live in that area, but people in the Midwest, they now know have glyphosate and atrazine in their cells, okay, from the bombardment of fertilizer in the farmland or, you know, the the, the Midwest, you know, the place where the, the breadbasket. So it's like all that stuff contributes to a decimated endocrine system. And when your endocrine system is not functioning optimally, if at all, you have hormonal declines. And so now what we see, again, in men and women is that men and women have low levels of circulating free testosterone, estrogen, uh, and, and various other hormones that, you know, are important in the body, thyroid. So it's crazy, but, you know, where we find ourselves today is men and women have to become, as I say, proactive or the scientists of their own health so that they can, you know, be proactive as far as taking care of themselves versus reactive when they become sick. And, you know, my wife always says this to me and I use it when I talk on podcasts, but the majority of people do not value their health until they don't have their health. Okay. And obviously today, you know, you're a stalwart, you know, speaker and very open-minded and, you know, loud about this as well as I am, but like you have to take ownership of your health. Your doctor doesn't give a Okay. There's nobody out there pouring over your medical records or looking at the things that may or may not be wrong in your DNA that, you know, is going to come to you and sit down with you and say, Hey, we noticed that you're prone to have this happen to you five years from now. So it's like, you know, ultimately right now, knowing that we have this massive decline hormonally, you have to be again, the proactive scientist of your own health. I agree, Jay. I always say you got to be proactive, not reactive. And I always quote Einstein when he said, intellectuals solve problems, geniuses prevent them. So what you're saying here is to be a genius, to be taking responsibility, your ability to respond to your to life and to what's happening. So you mentioned glyphosate, herbicides, pesticides. You know, doctor, uh, she's not a doctor, but Stephanie Seneff, who's an MIT researcher, she has proven with her work that these uh, glyphosate, they actually, in combination with heavy metals in the body, push these metals, mercury, lead, others out there, push them deeper inside of the tissues, the hypothalamus, pituitary, and the organs, making it even more difficult to pull them out. So talk a little bit more about that, Jay. Bro, that is awesome that you brought that up. Uh, I just literally talked about this two weeks ago. They now know that people that are in, again, and this is mostly, again, in the Midwest where a lot of these people are, you know, uh, how would I say, infected in the visceral fat bodies with these chemical agents. Obesity is now, and again, this is the newest research, but obesity is now thought to be a biological toxin more so than a lifestyle, right? Now, obviously, I'm not making excuses, and I don't want people to come and say, oh, I knew I had this genetic predisposition to be obese. No, what I'm saying and what she's obviously proving is that these nasty agents, these GMO byproducts, these Pet, as you said, uh, pesticides, these things are literally getting into the cells. And the more visceral fat that a person contains on their body, the more apt these agents are to be, you know, ridden in that visceral fat. And then as you know, Ben, visceral fat is the most inflammatory substance that we know. It's more inflammatory than kerosene. So you take a person who has high levels of visceral body fat with all these agents trapped in them and dude, like, how do you get it out? Because it's not as simple as reducing your carbon intake and walking on an incline, you know, for an hour or twice a day. I mean, 
it's a bad situation. And, you know, unfortunately, I wish there was like a natural means that I could say that, you know, this is going to be an adjuvant that everyone now can use and get better results or, you know, lean out and stuff like that. But let's face it, a lot of these people now are looking at a very uphill battle. Yeah, yeah, they are. And it's it's a scary thought. And, you know, the reason this is happening is because the number one priority for the body and the innate intelligence is survival, right, Jay? So when we have these toxins enter the body, it's going to activate pathways. One of them is a pathway P-A-R-Y gamma, which shuttles those toxins now into the fat cells, the visceral fat, to store them as a little house because the body does not want those toxins to enter the vital organs right away. So it'll create those fat cells or even enlarge current fat cells for those toxins to go hide out in. And then you do keto, you do intermittent fasting, you go to your CrossFit gym, you're doing all the things right. And you get the results at first, you start to lose some weight, but then all of a sudden you're dumping all these toxins and your body's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. If I continue to burn fat, I'm going to release more toxins and we're going to harm the body. So let's slow down the fat burning. Isn't that crazy? It's like a double-edged sword. And, you know, I'll be honest, I'll be the first to admit, because I, you know, shout out to my peoples in the Midwest, because that's where I was born, right? I'm a Cincinnati, Ohio kid. So I have tons of family back there. But I mean, I used to fly, you know, from LA to Cincinnati or fly over, you know, to come to Miami or whatever in my life. And I would see all these great big fat people and I'd be like, Jesus, man, these people just don't take care of themselves, right? But now we know that they are, you know, at the worst location, probably anywhere you could be in the United States from a standpoint of they're under siege, Ben. They literally live in an area where they are under siege. And so now you realize when you do go to the Midwest or you go to these places where a lot of people are, you know, bigger, that they are the ones that are suffering from this. And yeah, dude, I mean, you just said it. I mean, it is a very difficult process, but, you know, there are always solutions. You're just going to have to obviously, you know, outwork, outthink, be proactive, you know, do the things that Ben and I, you know, mentioned and discussed from an adjuvant standpoint, like obviously fasting and lowering your carbohydrate, you know, suppressing your blood sugar. I mean, there's always a solution, but they definitely have a tougher uphill battle, bro. There's no question. I mean, maybe this, maybe we should say, think about moving. Yeah. Come to Florida. We're open. <laughs> yeah. And, and I love that you share that because there's always a solution and the human body is incredible. You just got to remove the interference. So let's talk about a little bit of some of those practical solutions. You mentioned a few, regulating your blood sugar spikes, intermittent fasting, ketosis, metabolic flexibility. Uh, We could take products like Ion Gut Restore by Zach Bush, which helps with the uh, pesticides and herbicides. What are some other practical things we can do, Jay? Um, I mean, for sure, man, like, you know, everybody should have, and I don't want to get like into the woo-woo thing, but, you know, everyone should have an inner work practice. You know, every single morning you should wake up and you should have some form of a morning ritual where you get into stillness, mind silence, whatever you want to call it, where, you know, you get centered and you get balanced and you come from a place of like, you know, my life is hectic. I want to do this and this and this from an action standpoint, but, you know, I want to also be looking things from a centered balance standpoint where I don't react in fear and I respond out of love in the way I make my choices in life. So for sure having that, but you know, from a physical standpoint, without question, you know, these are minimal basic things that I always like to talk about. Like you can reduce your carbohydrates so that you don't eat any carbohydrates after 6 PM. Again, wherever you are in the world, whether, uh, you know, you're a ketogenic, a carnivore, uh, a reduced carbohydrate person, again, an intermittent faster, there's simple things, and I think you actually brought this up the last time you and I did a podcast or we did a live stream together, but uh, ben, just think of how many people, if they just used this axiom and they lived by this axiom and they did this for two months and they never violated it one day, they never ate a single bite of food before they went to bed for three hours. 
Yeah. If they just did that for 60 days, you did not eat anything and you don't go to bed until three hours after your last meal. Okay. So I don't mean like eating a protein shake with MCT oil at 8.30 and going to bed at 10.30. I mean, chewing your food, being done at 7.30, going to bed at 10.30 or being done at 6.30, going to bed at 9.30, depending on what time you get up in the morning. If you did that for 60 days, you would be blown away at how much body fat that you would lose, especially from the center torso or the center mass. Because again, as you know, dude, when we're laying in bed at night, we're not metabolizing food. We're not designed to metabolize food laying in bed at night. And Ben, what is the percentage of humanity? I mean, you already know OMAD, right? Yeah. One meal a day. How many guys fast for 20 hours and then come home and pound down 2,500 to 3,000 calories and are like, I can do it, bro. It's my, it fits my calorie intake, you know? And it's like, no, dude, it doesn't work like that. You can't lay in bed with all this bile and gastric juices and enzymes no. firing. You don't even sleep, right? And then you store it as visceral body fat or again, in the areas that you're prone to store it, not where you want it to appear. And so it's crazy, but like just little things like that, reducing your carbohydrates, you know, at six o'clock to where you're actually not eating anything. If maybe if you are, you're eating greens or leafy stuff. And then just three hours, give yourself three hours before you go to bed without eating. And again, I say do 60, but if you can't do 60, just look at 30 days. Look what will happen to your, you know, again, the areas where you're prone to store fat and guys, that's the belly and in women, it's usually in the hips and the buttock. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's a simple tip. That's to, simple to do and simple not to do. What about tea? Can you have herbal teas in that window? I think so. I think anything that is not, well, for sure, stuff that's going to put you into a, you know, a somnambulist state. So if it's going to relax you, you know, I can think of a million different things. As long as it doesn't have anything that's going to stimulate you, that's going to, you know, uh, hit, hit the parasympathetic, I think it's great. You know, and again, if you're drinking something, just make sure it's water. But, you know, you could make an argument, you know, and I, you know, Sean Wells and I were just talking about this recently, but if you drank too much water, then guess what? You wake up, you have to pee a couple of times, you disrupt uh, polyphasic sleep. So I I think a tea is fine. I just would say, you know, my recommendation was make sure you don't drink that much. Like maybe, you know, limit yourself to six to eight ounces. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. And it's interesting that water topic because... Oh my gosh, so many people get it wrong when it comes to water. They're always telling you, you know, drink a liter, a couple liters a day or a gallon a day or half your body weight in ounces. And it's like, no, no, no. Drinking too much water could be just as bad as not drinking enough water because you're just over gonna overly hydrate yourself. And the goal is to just, very simple, drink when you're thirsty and make sure your urine is mostly clear. If it's 100% clear, you're overly hydrating. If it's too dark, you're dehydrated. So find the sweet spot. And if you have it too much at night, to Jay's point, you might wake up in the middle of the night, which happens to me. I'm actually guilty of having too much water at night. And then I'll wake up like at 4 a.m. I'm like, oh, it takes me 20 minutes to go back. And then there's a gap there that I missed out on. So it's, it's totally true. And when you wake up to go to the bathroom, and obviously, you know, for men, especially as we get older, our prostate urethra narrows, we definitely have issues where, you know, we're, we got that leaky prostate. It's just part of aging. You are going to have to wake up. But, you know, I always like to say that's why it's best to go to bed earlier so that you know that you at least sleep five hours before yeah. you have to wake up because you won't get into polyphasic sleep if you're waking up at two and a half hours to go to the bathroom. Yeah, and the first part of the night, you get more of that deep delta sleep anyways and more growth hormones. That's the the bigger bang for the buck during that window. 
And if you do wake up in the middle of the night, don't turn on the lights. To keep the lights off, okay? Don't get that cortisol activated. In your bed, and you have uh, your phone next to your bed, and you're looking at your phone to see what time it is. Don't do that. That yeah. is not sleep. Ben, I literally just did a podcast three days ago about this, and the woman I was talking to was like telling me how she wears her Apple Watch at sleep. Mm. And I'm literally looking at this lady like, what? Yeah, you can't put that on airplane mode. <laughs> It's still, it's, you're, you think about it. She's probably sleeping like this, you know, or not even that though. Like these things are massive EMF transmitters. Yeah. I mean, I don't care if you wear it during the day, but it, for God's sakes, man, don't wear it or don't have it close to your head or anywhere you sleep. I mean, you know this, I mean, it's simple sleep hygiene, but you should be blacking out your room. You should not have any technology in your room. I mean, I'm not Ben Greenfield, you know, going crazy and pulling a manual switch and having no, you know, EMFs, but he lives out in the wilderness where you and I are in major cities. We wouldn't be able to get away with that. There'd still be all sorts of EMF around us. Yeah. Right. But like, you should not have anything radiating your body while you're sleeping at night. Agreed. Yeah. My phone is on airplane mode and it's in a completely different room on the opposite side of my apartment. So it's, so it's, it's away from me. Yeah, all my uh, kids. We have a we have a we have like a room down by our laundry room in our house, and that's where the router is, and that's smart. where all the phones go at night. That's where they go, and they're a solid. I mean, from my daughter, the, the closest person is sixty feet. You know, awesome. so it's far enough away. You live it to lead it, bro. I love that. You and I align a lot on, on many things, but one of them is nutrition and it's this metabolic flexibility like you know me as the, as somebody who loves keto my shirt says ketosis but also i'm not a big believer of keto all the time so i like this keto flexing which is aligned with what you teach with metabolic flexibility so why do you think that's key to longevity versus sticking with ketosis long term or the same diet long term what are the dangers of doing that and why is it important to kind of switch back and forth it always set me up perfectly. I mean, you know this. A lot of people don't, though, that probably that follow you. That And maybe I'd even mentioned this briefly last time I was on your show. It's been a while. Like you said, it was in 2019. It was right when I got back, actually, from Peru. From Peru. Yeah, you had, you had those revelations and all that. Yeah. It transformed my life. Exactly. So back in my 20s, when Lyle McDonald wrote his book on ketogenic dieting, which was, I think, called a theory and practice or whatever it was, I was like one of his test dummies, right? So I was literally in... Uh, targeted ketosis or cyclical ketosis for three years, right? So I'm like the, I will sing ketosis from the top of the mountains. I think it's amazing. If you do it right, you can get absolutely shredded. You can absolutely lower all your inflammatory markers. You can clean up so many metabolic markers. You can, you know, suppress circulating insulin. There's so many amazing things from ketosis, but to your point and what we found out in our research and obviously being in this for so long that the body is a very adaptive, highly adaptive species body, right? Like you have a homeostatic mechanism that once that thing is up disrupted, it will fight tooth and nail to get back to the meat. And staying in ketosis long-term is not good. Now, again, caveat, if you have a disease, you know, as our good friend Dom D'Agostino writes about, you know, for the various, various levels of people who need to maintain a form of ketosis due to their disease or due to their metabolic deficiency or dysregulation or whatever, that's a different story. But for the average person, should not stay in ketosis long-term because it absolutely, and the science proves this, retards insulin metabolism. And you do not want to screw up your insulin metabolism 
for many reasons, right? I mean, obviously insulin suppression and regulation is the key to long life. I mean, you know, we now know that today the people that live the longest have the most efficient mitochondria. And if you are constantly screwing with your insulin cascade, you know, whether it's through, you know, poor diet or lifestyle, too high of inflammation, again, high inflammatory markers, you are going to disrupt the life cycles of your mitochondria. So why do you not want to stay in ketosis? Well, it's, it goes back to like what you just said and what I always talk about, like you want to remain metabolically flexible. By remaining metabolically flexible, your body will adapt. You will be able to fuel whatever energetic demand you have depending on your lifestyle, right? So if you're a bodybuilder, you're a triathlete, you're a MMA guy, you can fuel your body based on that, you know, unique movement or energy demand. So I love, again, ketosis, but in moderation. So as you know, my lifestyle is more of a fast every other day, probably on some days when I extend my fast, get into trace ketosis. So I'm kind of using like all these various things, right? I'm also kind of a trace carnivore, you know, I love red meat. I keep my insulin suppressed through adjuvants like metformin and glycoberberin, but I also eat reduced carbohydrates. The only time that I really eat carbohydrates is like post-training. Sometimes yeah. if I'm, you know, doing two sessions in a day or something like that with lifting or, or some sort of physical burst movement, you know, I'll even have carbohydrates before. Like today is a training day, right? So I ate oatmeal this morning before I trained. But I mean, on my normal days when I'm fasting, I don't have any carbohydrates. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like when I break my fast, like last night, I had a Caesar salad with, uh, for the first time ever, we bought Chilean sea bass from Costco. And my daughter made it. And it was really good. I want to take a quick break here to share with you about the dangers of taking fish oil. I know, shocking. I was somebody who took fish oil every single day for years and then i came across a ton of research showing the dangers of consuming fish oil i immediately found an amazing product called pureform pureform is a plant-based omega and the cool thing about pureform is that it is uniquely processed with nitrogen to preserve it and make sure it does not oxidize these essential fatty acids are cold pressed and you get the proper balance of omega-6 and omega-3 to feed your cells what it desires. We know that life begins and ends at the cell membrane. And when you have the proper fats, the building blocks for those cell membranes, all of a sudden, your fat-burning hormones can do its job. So you lose weight. All of a sudden, your cells produce energy, so you feel good. So we know that cellular health is key for performance and longevity. So I've been taking Pureform every single day my dog takes it every single day so does my girlfriend and my mom this is how much i love the product if you want to get your bottle delivered to your door head over to purelifescience.com check them out order a bottle or two and you'll be amazed by how you feel after taking this just after a few days that is purelifescience.com use the coupon code ben Four to apply a $4 off coupon. That is Ben, B-E-N, and the number four. International shipping is available. Okay, let's go back into this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. You mentioned uh, you're taking metformin and you're doing, you said glycoberberin. Is that the same thing as dihydroberberin? 
I, I meant to say dehydro bourbon. Yeah. Oh, okay, got it. Psycho bourbon, but yeah, dehydro bourbon. What's the brand that you use for the dehydro bourbon? Is it the Genius brand? The stuff that Sean Wells. The Genius brand. Yeah, that's the that's what he recommended. So why do you do both? Because they both are kind of act very similar. Why do you, do you do alternate? Do you do both at the same time, or do you alternate? So the only time that I use them in combination is if I know I'm gonna like gorge. Got it. So like, because for example, like you know, and it's a great question. I forget the guy's name. The guy that owns Sup Universe or Supiverse or whatever, I forget the guy's name, but he's in Europe and stuff like that. But he's posted some data that says using berberin and metformin together, there's value to it. Now, I won't get into that, but like, you know, and I'm not doing that for that. It's just that if I'm going to like really splurge, I always use metformin and I have been for 20 years. And I write about this in my books. I've written obviously very prolific articles that you can find online about metformin. I've been using 500 milligrams AM, 500 milligrams PM. And about nine and a half years ago, I'm getting close to 10 years ago, I upped it to a gram. So I regularly take a gram of metformin AM and PM. Metformin can deplete folate and B vitamins. So obviously I take, you know, methyl violated, I mean, methyl B vitamins with folate, you know, it's a, it's B right from Jaro formulas. Um, so you have to, when you use metformin, you have to, you know, watch your other forms of supplementation. But not, Berberin doesn't have that issue, right? No, berberin does not have that issue. But when I'll take berberin is if I go out in the, you know, late in the afternoon or night and I have a huge meal and I want to, you know, not like, I just, I don't want to have any kind of digestive effects. Like maybe I have a slice of apple pie and ice cream, you know, after a giant carb bomb or whatever I've eaten, you know, it's a barbecue with friends. I'll pop one of those before I do that. And again, it's just to ameliorate the effect of, you know, the glucose on my system. Usually, you know, I wake up at 545, I pop metformin on empty stomach. And then I usually hit my second metformin pill between three and five, right? So if I'm out, and I have this with me, you know, and again, it's if I remember, dude, I'll literally throw in my jean shorts or I mean, my, uh, you know, my cargo shorts or whatever, and I'll just throw a capsule of that stuff in there and I'll take it, you know, and it's if I know that I'm destroying myself. And when I say destroying myself, for me, that's just like having, you know, 150 to 200 grams of carbohydrates, maybe in an hour period or something like that. Because again, yeah. it will ameliorate the glucose, you know, there's glucose disposal. And that supplement, by the way, whatever is in it, it also has RLA. It has Jimmy Sylvester and a couple other things that will help dispose of the glucose. I've never done metformin, but I have done this Genius brand, and I take it the same way. If I'm about to eat a feast meal with uh, more more than like 75 grams of carbs, I'll take one to two capsules of this. I'm going to get a CGM actually tomorrow, and I'm going to experiment with this versus not taking the berberin. But what cons- are you using? So I have these guys. What are these guys? They sent to me. They want me to rep them. You're talking about the glucose, the blood glucose monitor? Yeah. yeah well, well I, I used levels. They're great. I used levels for a couple of months last year. I interviewed their uh, Dr. Casey. Nutrisent. So that's the one I'm getting tomorrow. I just interviewed Kara. They're great. They're great. So I'm getting, I just interviewed her last week and I'm getting. Oh, yeah, she is awesome. She's, she emails me every week and she goes, dude, are you ever going to put it on? And I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, she's great. So I'm interested to hear about when you use it, some of your feedback. But something that concerned me with this supplement was that it had corn maltodextrin in it. So what do you think about that? Oh, it's nasty, but what supplement is it? That's the blood sugar one, the Genius brand. Um, the, uh, the Does it really? I, mean, honestly, you know, I literally just, I, you know, I bought it because Sean Wells told me to get it. I mean, look, I've been very outspoken about berberin in that I prefer metformin. Now, again, this research that I mentioned about using metformin and berberin together is newer stuff. 
And look, you know, at the end of the day, we definitely want blood glucose regulation as efficient as possible, right? So if both yeah. of those supplements can do that, you know, then I would say that, yeah, of course, you know, you can make a very cogent argument that using them both in combination for specific reasons, which obviously you and I are doing, is probably great. But, and again, I want to be very clear about this because I've been extremely outspoken about this in the past, and Sean Wells is a good friend of mine, but I am going to take the pharmaceutical industry, and I, you know I'm outspoken against the pharmaceutical industry more than anyone. Yeah. But I am going to take the pharmaceutical industry in their sterility control and regulatory process over the supplement industry. And why is that, Ben? Because there is none in the mm -hmm. supplement industry. Yeah. <laughs> so, Understood. So what are you getting when you buy berberin versus metformin? Well, at least with metformin, you know that there's like incredible standards an applicatory process that that product goes through to get out on the shelves. There's nothing that a supplement goes through. I mean, yeah. people don't realize that they're basically buying on good faith that whoever manufactures that supplement is putting in that product, what they say they are. Now, obviously supplements themselves aren't killing people. So most people for the most part, you would say are doing that. But as Dave Palumbo, who owns species nutrition you know, just said to me earlier today, if it says proprietary blend on it, why are you using it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, good question. Yeah, so it's a tricky situation because you could always go to their manufacturing facility and kind of see their whole process. I mean, who's really going to do that? But I love Sean Wells too. And I've, I've been using this product, the Genius Blood Sugar one. Um, so it, it does have that listed. I'm going to ask him about that. It's in the other ingredients. So it might be so small that he doesn't really care about it. But look, so my business partner is a Sean Wells, you know, Nick Andrews, and he would say that. He's okay. like, look, those particulates are stability compounds and they are so minuscule that they're to be negligible. And it's like, I know this from, you know, our, which we're going to get to at some point in this podcast, but like the serum and the cream that we sell in one of our serum, in our serum, we have DMAE bitartrate, which is again, a stability molecule. It does nothing. There's no harm in it. Australia bans it. Interesting. So we have to create a separate product that doesn't have that in it. And again, it does nothing to the efficacy of the product. Nothing. It's a stability particular. Yeah. That might be the same case here. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean like that, there is a lot of that out there. So uh, at the end of the day, like, you know, I, I would trust people like Sean Wells and Nick Andrews who really understand them, you know, the molecular processes behind manufacturing. Like if they say, don't worry about it, I I'm good with that. Yeah, me too. I agree. Yeah. I, I don't know Nick, but I'll get to know him some more. And I do know Sean. He's brilliant. Yep. So let's transition into a topic that I've actually never discussed on the podcast and I'm not really too versed in. And that's the topic of peptides. Uh, my mentor, Dr. Pompa, talks about them a lot. I know he uses them. and he, He's one of the few doctors, Jay, that actually understands it like you and, and knows how to use it. But I just haven't taken the time. So what, what exactly are peptides and what are some of your favorites? How do you use it? Let's get right into it. Yeah, for sure. And it's a great question. And uh, it's a whole podcast, right? But, uh, you know, in a, in a nutshell, 100,000 foot summary, peptides are just small uh, protein bonded molecules that, you know, cause all sorts of enhancement to biological systems, right? Like there are peptides that increase healing, improve immunity, increase cognition, uh, improve fat loss, increase muscle building. There's so many applications of peptides, it's insane. 
Okay. And, you know, if I was going to give like a summary basis of like, where are we right now in medicine? Peptides are the now and the future. Okay. Now the issue is that the AMA slash the FDA slash whatever alphabet agency, you know, acronym you want to come up with, they struggle right now in regulating these compounds. They don't obviously, you know, think of like this, like the, the standard of medicine is like a giant barge in the Pacific, right? It's full of inertia. It takes 50 years to turn it around, right? So peptides are these like novel new agents that are in the marketplace that do these wondrous things. And again, there's, you know, now like 15, up to 20 years, really 15 to 20 years if you go into the Russian research of bioregulators of, you know, study that shows they do insane things. I mean, they heal brain trauma um, and, you know, PC-157 and TB-500, which are like the two primary healing peptides. Ben, they're insane. You know, Nick Andrews, again, my business partner, you know, has a Wolverine healing stack. And we use, you know, with a lot of A-list people, you know, MMA guys and stuff like that who are like, hey, I need to heal as fast as possible. You know, can you help us? And we tell them what to do. And they heal torn ligaments in their elbow or their wrist or their leg in three weeks. Well, it's, you know, a nine to 12 week healing process for normal people, right? So, I mean, these things, we know what they do. We know what they can do. The problem is, is that they're very difficult to get. And the compounding pharmacies right now are for the most part, not shut down, but severely constricted or restricted on what they can actually position legally in the marketplace. And so when I say legally, I mean like they're not FDA approved, but tons of peptides are still written as uh, non-indicated or whatever, like off-label scripts by doctors for people, again, for all these things that you and I are talking about. So if I'm just going to mention a couple of peptides by name, I would mention Ipamorelin, I-P-A-M-O-R-E-L-I-N. Ipamorelin is probably right now the number one all-cause peptide for increasing endogenous growth hormone production without disturbing your current endogenous growth hormone production. So it's like a growth hormone stimulator, which as you know, as we age, we don't make as much growth hormone and growth hormone does so many amazing things, right? It improves fat loss, improves sleep quality, improves skin elasticity, improves brain dopamine and serotonin transport. There's so many things that growth hormone does to an aging person that it's an amazing thing if you can get something that A, doesn't disturb your natural production and at the same time only slightly bumps your production. And that's what ipamorelin does. The next one that I would mention would be tessamorelin. Tessamorelin is the guy's peptide because it's magical in that it rips up belly fat. So that drug is FDA approved. It's called Egrifta. And it's actually conscripted for men that have HIV and lipodystrophy, which lipodystrophy in, in men with HIV is literally fat, visceral body fat right across the uh, center mass, like right in the, ab- the abdominal area. So when you use that peptide, it's of course injected like into the subcutaneous fat of the lower midsection, bro, it's like a hot knife through butter. For guys like us, you know, who are in anti-aging and life extension, that will shred you. Like that peptide will literally shred you in the midsection. So you would have like a six pack abs. What's the, are there any side effects to that? Not if you're using them correctly. There, I mean, honestly, there are no side effects. I mean, I've been actually using ipamorelin since 2004. My wife uses ipamorelin. I mean, it's the for women, it's definitely the best peptide that you can possibly get. And what will it do for a woman? It'll make them sleep better. Uh, it'll definitely, in, you know, enhance thermogenesis. They will definitely be leaner. 
and they just have better energy. You know, I yeah. mean, again, there's so many things that a growth hormone, you know, analog or, or releasing agent will do for people. Um, but I love Tessa for guys because, again, it just literally shreds belly fat. The other peptides that I would mention that are amazing for healing, again, I already mentioned them, would be BPC-157, TB-500. Both of those peptides, when used in combination, when you have soft tissue traumas, bro, are insane. I mean, again, that's why we call it the Wolverine healing stack. I mean, you can see uh, total healing, you know, again, complete reattachment of the tendon and the ligament in like one-third to one-fourth the time of natural wow. healing. Yeah, I mean, I'll, let me bring up a point. Like, a lot of surgeons that are involved in you know knee replacement who are now also using preptides in their practices are now in this like you know moral dilemma of do we replace the acl or the pcl or the mcl you know to a 50 year old you know skier or do we just give them a course of tb500 and bpc157 <laughs> right because in the sick care medical model it costs a lot more money to have these surgeries, but in the, you know, Jay Campbell optimization healthcare arena, if you just gave those people that peptide, they would have the same response, if not better. And again, very few of the surgeons will come on and say this. I could mention some that will. So they're in this, like I said, moral dilemma, right? Like over here, they have this practice where they do surgeries that cost a lot of money and they bill insurance. And then over here, they're using peptides and they're like, holy shit, this is a better result than the actual surgery. And a smart surgeon who has been doing this for a long time will tell you that a 50 year old knee is not going to heal as well with a grafted replacement than if you just gave him TB uh, 500 and BPC 157. That's a whole nother conversation, but that's where we're going with peptides. There's also one other one I should mention, and that's called TA1 or thymus and alpha one. Dude, if you do that peptide, you ain't getting COVID. You got no chance. That massively stimulates all around immunity of your body. You're basically a you know a biological organism that ain't getting sick. Hmm. So you know you can use like a microdose of that and massively improve your immunity. Uh, and again, dude, there's so many other peptides I can mention. I didn't mention any for nootropics. You know, there's cognitive increasing peptides like dihexa. You know, I can't even think of some of the other ones right now. But there's so cerebralizin. There's so many different names. Uh, Atomax, there's all these new tropics that are coming into the mic that literally stimulate cognition. I mean, literally increase IQ, right? So all of these things at some point, and I would say we're within two to three to five years. And, you know, obviously we'll go into my company, which is kind of at the forefront of that. It's going to be game, game over. Basically, sick care medicine model will be for people who are outdated and are like, I can only afford my $30 copay. Versus the people like me and you who are like, oh, no, I'm my own doctor. Yeah. I'm the proactive person of my own health. I'm going to use peptides because I am not into this sick care game. I'm into like optimization. So fascinating. Uh, so is the only way to administer the peptides via injection to the subcutaneous fat stores or is there other ways to get it in? Great question. It depends. So, and I can get really super uh, advanced on this and I won't, but... Right now, the best form of administration is parental injection. So you could inject yourself in the subcutaneous fat with a 31-gauge insulin needle, which, as you know, you know, you can't even feel. You know, a lot of people have needle phobia. They're like, oh, my God, I can't inject myself. But something like that, you can literally stab yourself and you won't feel it. The needle's hypodermic. It's so small. There are peptides right now that are nasal, So you can... You know, oh, like, interesting. A, like, a, like a drip, you know, like a drip. It's not like you're snorting like six lines of cocaine or anything, right? But it's like a, a, a intranasal 
you know, um, you know, you've seen it like a science Basal spray. Yeah, I, I use yeah, a lot yeah, of these. Nasal a lot of people yeah. have those, right? So they're, they're, they're there, and there are some peptides that can be orally absorbed. But again, and I always say this: be very wary. <laughs> we go back to the doctors again. Be very wary of doctors that are selling you oral-based peptides because most peptides cannot pass through the gut, right? It's not going to make it through first pass in the liver, you know, through the digestive tract, it'll just destabilize the compound or the molecule and you'll get none of the benefits. Now, BPC-157, which again is one of the healing peptides, can be consumed orally where you can find it legally. And we do have to comment about research chemical companies in a second here, but uh, you will get 20% to 25% of the efficacy if you injected it. Okay. So for people that have inflamed bowel disease or guts or serious microbiome disorders, you know, taking oral BPC-157 will help. But if you have a traumatized ankle or an elbow or a shoulder and you want the healing effects, swallowing a BPC pill is not going to do mm -hmm. Yeah. And, okay. That's good information. Now, where do we get the peptides? There you go. Okay. So right now in the marketplace, the only option, there's two options. But really, there's only one option. But if you can get a doctor to write you a script for a peptide that is FDA approved, and there are seven, and that could, you know, by the time this podcast runs, that could change. But there are seven uh, peptides that are FDA approved. Bro, they're so expensive. They're almost not worth it. I mean, it's insane. Like, if you were literally get a script for a grifta, which is tessamorelin for guys, which rip your belly fat off. Now, let me say this. A lot of people will watch this podcast and they'll, you know, not a lot of people, but some people and they'll be like, oh my God, how do I get these? It's like anything else, Ben, right? Like all these things are adjuncts. There's no easy button. You have to live the lifestyle. You've got to do what Ben Azadi, you know, talks about what Jay Campbell talks about, you know, exercise, you know, resistance training, cardiovascular training, low carbohydrates, better sleep, blah, blah, blah. This is an adjunct. Okay. It's not an easy button or exercise in a bottle or Holy grail or anything like that. Like it's not going to magically melt fat off you, but if you have all the, you know, other lifestyle things under control and you use a grifta and you can shred belly fat. Now that said, it's 4,500 a month. Wow. Just to get a grifta. That's how much, that's, that's how much I pay in rent here at my apartment. <laughs> Nuts. That's so crazy. why would anybody pay that? Right. So that's again, big pharma model. Right? Yeah, so only yeah. the super rich and elite, you know, have access to that. So the option two, which is the 95% of people model is they purchase these peptides, through research chemical companies. Now research chemical companies are all over the place. They're ubiquitous. They're found online. And basically when you buy a peptide from a research chemical company, you sign an affidavit that says, I know that these are for research purposes on laboratory animals, Right. So you basically indemnify the research chemical company, you know, manufacturer slash seller online because the, you've just told them that you're using it on your hamster, mm -hmm. right? Now, obviously, most people are not using these on their hamsters, right? They're using them on themselves, right? And, I, and truthfully, dude, like there's tons of clinicians that do this too because they can't get them, right? So they buy these research chemical companies and then they just use these things, again, off-label, now, the problem is, and, you know, I'm very open about this, is like, how do you know the research chemical company has good sterility process and control and is in a safe environment and blah, 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 is not using contaminated, blah, blah, blah. You don't. You absolutely don't. So if you're going to play that game, and a lot of people do, 
test the products, buy the products, send them to independent laboratories. There are tons of them out there. Uh, I'm happy to give you one. You can link to this podcast and people can send their products yeah. to get tested. I recommend one peptides company. It is a research chemical company. They're limitless life nootropics. They're actually in Florida. Mm. Uh, Nick and I have tested their products. They've come out like every time we test them, they're like 92 to 95%, which is for a, for a very unstable compound like peptides. Cause remember they're fractionated proteins. They can destabilize in light. They can destabilize in sunlight. They can destabilize in temperature variants. If you get something over 90%, that's quality. That's high quality peptides. Even the compound pharmacies, when they send a peptide to somebody, they will always say up to 97% grade because they know they destabilize over time. So, you know, if you can find a research chemical company that tests out over 90%, you know, and it's, you know, not ripping you off, that's probably a pretty good product. But again, I've used plenty of research chemical peptides in my life. I've never had an issue. I've also used the high level compound pharmacy peptides when I could get them. And I never really found that big of a difference. So again, just buyer beware. Yeah. And it's similar to like raw cow milk. You got to just say it's for pet consumption, right? So it's very similar in that aspect. If you're anything like me, you probably spend some money each month on your supplements. But what if you're still tired and you just don't feel 100% well? Well, there could be a deficiency. What if there was a way to know if you were actually absorbing your supplementation or not absorbing and maybe you're taking too much of something? Well, what I'm bringing you today is a chance to accurately test all of that. In this case, I'm talking about upgraded formulas, upgraded hair test kit and consultation. And once you uncover these hidden deficiencies, you could get rid of these symptoms you might be experiencing that might be affecting your thyroid, adrenals, or much more. Upgraded Formulas is a very cool company. I interviewed Barton Scott, who is the founder and chemical engineer who helps craft all their supplements, and they have this really cool upgraded mineral deficiency analysis. So say goodbye to blood and urine tests, which typically indicate short-term results. Hair is the best identifier, and you could get that hair from your head, armpit area, or even pubic area, and you'll receive a consultation with a member of Upgraded Formulas to help discuss your results. And it's very simple. Collect your hair sample, send it in, and get your results fast. We've worked out an exclusive deal, KetoCamp podcast listeners, to receive 10% off your order. Head to UpgradedFormulas.com, use the coupon code BEN10 at checkout to get your hair mineral kit and any other supplements that you could find on their website. That is UpgradedFormulas.com. Use the coupon code BEN10. So let's finish up the conversation or let's transition uh, the last topic here for the conversation. Something that is a huge problem, not just in America, but all across the world, hair loss, men and women. And that is something that... Nobody wants to lose their hair. It automatically makes you look like you're older than you, what you really are. And it's just not a healthy look. It doesn't feel good. And it's a sign that something's off. So you have developed a new product and a new product with this new company called Asir. And you have gotten such incredible results that you've been sharing with me. You've been doing the podcast tour about it. So I'd love... Jay, for you to share a little bit more about why do we see this problem with hair loss and then what are the solutions and why is your product different from all the hair regrowth stuff out there right now? Dude, I wish I wish everyone, I wish I could literally just take your question 
and synthesize that and send that out to everybody and say, just ask the question that Ben just asked me because that was brilliant, bro. So hair loss is an interesting topic in and of itself. I'll give my personal history real quick. So up until 2019, you know this, I was almost bald. Yeah, I remember seeing you. Yeah, you remember me. I had what is called the Vantus follicular replacement technique done, which is not surgery. It's not a scalp transplant or hair transplant. It's basically using like a henna tattoo to the top of your scalp so that you have what you know appears to be like a five o'clock shadow so that you always have some hair there. You know, but I mean, dude, I was, I've got androgenic alopecia, which is a genetic predisposition to hair loss. And I thought I was done. And that was, I had that procedure done in December of 2019. And in November of 2019, Nick Andrews, again, my partner, I, we own the company, Asir, A-S-E-I-R, custom.com. And by the way, where people say, what the hell does that mean? It means the old gods in Norse. So oh. if you watch, if you watch the show Ragnarok on Netflix, then that's the old gods. But anyway, we launched the company in November we created two products for the face, which are serum, Royal Blue Serum and Sky Blue Cream. And they are a basic product formulation of a cosmeceutical peptide, which is copper peptide, uh, GHKCU. And that copper peptide is what, you know, again, I'm stealing Nick's thunder, but he calls it the sham wow of peptides. And that <laughs> means that it has so many applications, Ben. It's almost mesmerizing. I mean, it is mesmerizing. I mean, it does healing. It improves and regrows collagen synthesis at the nerve bundle. I mean, it does so many things to heal skin and hair. It's mind-blowing, right? So in December, one week before I had this procedure done, a good friend of ours who's a fan, who also is a fan of uh, Ben Greenfield, sent us an email with a before and after picture, and he goes, look at this. And it was a picture of his hair. And obviously he was a guy that had a bald patch in the center of his back of his head, which isn't androgenic alopecia. It's just thinning as you age. And he goes, and then, you know, the next picture was like, it was completely regrown. And in in his email, I was like, look, dude, I listened to Ben Greenfield's podcast in November, or I'm sorry, it was September of 2019. He was on with um, Andrew. I can't think of the guy's name right now. Um, But anyway, he's this, this, the the, uh, carbon 60 guy. And he was like, he said, in theory, that using carbon-60 in combination with GHK can regrow hair. It would massively regrow hair and through angiogenesis, which I'll talk about in a second. So anyway, he was like, you know what? I'm just going to experiment. So he already had GHKCU from TaylorMade, which is a compounding pharmacy in Kentucky. Shout outs to those guys. And he started buying, uh, it's Ian Miller. I'm sorry, now I remember his name, but Ian Miller's carbon-60. And he started putting it on his scalp. And in 45 days, he completely regrew his hair. And so then he sends wow. the pictures and he's like, dude, listen to me, get Nick on this. You guys need to sell this. And so, you know, Nick and I were like incredulous initially, like, is this fake? Is this Photoshop? Whatever. So Nick started looking into it as the world always spins on its axis on June 6th of 2020 in the middle of COVID. Ben Greenfield started promoting our face in serum. And, and again, did not tell us, you know, I sent it to him as like, Hey man, it's amazing. Have you and your wife use it, blah, blah. And then, you know, he never communicated with me. And then all of a sudden he goes on his social media and says, Hey man, I've been using this serum and cream. It's unbelievable. The same day that he starts promoting it without our knowledge, we launched the hair stuff. <laughs> so it blew it up, you know, into the ether and truth be told, bro, we couldn't even handle the sales. 
you know, Ben's got a huge following and we literally were out of all of our product by mid August. I mean, it was, we, we couldn't get it. And then, you know, with last year with China and COVID and stuff like that, it was very difficult to get our raw materials, more even difficult to get our bottles. So to make a long story short, we launched version two, which is what I use now. And I'll get to that in a second on November 29th, which was right the day before black Friday of last year. And Brandon, we sold like 40, right under $40,000 in product in two days, which for us at that time was a massive amount. Every bottle that we shipped out broke, everyone. So literally the next like two months of my life, it was like probably 50 days. Every morning I woke up to emails from people all across the world. Oh, jeez. Purple leaking bottles, right? So it was a total disaster in December and January. And in February... Nick and I were this close to pulling the plug on the company. Like we knew we had a product that was amazing, but like we were like, you know, destitute from the negative stuff that we were dealing with and just like, okay, we have a provisional patent on the product. What if we just pulled a plug? Cause the seer, what the hell does that even mean? Nobody knows what it means. Anyway, we'll just start up at another one. And Nick was like, credit to Nick. He was like, no, not going to do it. We're going to fight through this. We're going to figure it out. So credit to him. We basically had almost no sales. And by the way, we did really amazing sales in November, December, because of this, it went to half. January, it was putrid. And February, it was like, we're about to shut the doors. So Nick fought through it. He went and got different bottles from China. And again, it took a long time to get the bottles. We relaunched the product in March. I think it was March 13th or March 14th. And bro, the rest is history. I mean, people got a hold of it. They started using it. I mean, you, you already know, you know, from seeing me on social media and connecting in our private stuff. I mean, people are regrowing their hair. I mean, I've regrown my hair. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at my hair. I mean, I've yeah, it's amazing. Hair. This is two and a half months now of consistent usage of version two. And so let me tell people what this is so they understand this. So again, this is two, it's a two-phase product right now. This works for men and women. It does not matter. It does not disrupt your hormones. It does not cause any side effects. It's topically administered. There's no pain. So serum A is the copper peptide GHKCU. And what that does, so people understand it, is it causes or increases angiogenesis in the scalp. What does that mean? It increases the flow of red blood cells to the localized tissue. So red blood cells will increase collagen synthesis and nerve regeneration or regrowth. So essentially, you are regrowing your natural hair follicle by putting serum A on the scalp. Serum B is nanomolecule carbon 60. Now carbon 60 functions as a massive, think of it as a super antioxidant dismutase. So think of it as like this super sponge, this molecular sponge that pulls the carbon six, or excuse me, the GHKCU through the scalp into the healthy scalp and follicles of the tissue on the dermis of the scalp. So that you're basically, it's a double whammy. So you've got the angiogenesis from from the uh, GHK, and now you've got the carbon-60 making it super absorbable, and dude, your hair regrows. Now, here's the crazy It doesn't matter if you have androgenic alopecia, which would be like me, with a genetic predisposition. As long as you are living a low-inflammation lifestyle, I know you always preach that, and I always preach that, you will get hair regrowth. And this works, again, for men and women a lot of women that have perimenopausal and postmenopausal hair loss, and yeah. that's called telephagem shedding, this stops that too. 
So what we know, Ben, and again, you know, I know I just said this to you, and I don't know when this is going to run. It won't matter, but hopefully by the time this runs, there will be a prolific article that you can find online on Ben Greenfield's website. I'm sure it'll be linked everywhere because it's so deep and so resourceful about what now we know causes hair loss. And most people who deal with hair loss in their life have probably been prescribed or bought minoxidil, which are DHT, which is dihydrotestosterone inhibiting drugs or compounds because they once thought, and this is now done, that inhibiting DHT would prevent hair loss. We now know that inhibiting DHT does almost nothing because DHT is again, a necessary biological, chemical and system cascade that we need. As I always say, God is a lot smarter than big pharma. So true. Inhibiting DHT is not the way. And even more so, and again, a lot of people are going to fight us because again, this is a $5 billion a year industry and especially a big pharma inhibiting people with finasteride and Propecia and Dutasteride and all these drugs that guys and women, by the way, take. And the surgeries. To stop hair loss, dude, it's insane. So it's a secondary downstream potential causal factor. It's not anything to do with hair loss. So what does that mean if you're watching this podcast right now and you have a 2.5 milligram script for Propecia that you've been on for 10 years? Well, I can tell you stop taking it, okay? But before you stop taking it, you know, start looking into this. Don't just listen to what I have to say. You know, do your research. Read the article on Ben Greenfield's site. Understand that hair loss, the root cause, this is the latest state-of-the-art science, the root cause of hair loss is blood flow restriction to the scalp. Hmm. So if you are inflamed, too much sugar, too much alcohol, poor sleep, tons of like, you know, oxidation in the scalp, you don't, you have poor hygiene. And Bad then this is something, dude, yeah, exactly. Seed oils. This is something too that people have to realize. If you're constantly putting chemical agents in your scalp, you're fing up your hair. Yeah. Okay. If you're using like over the counter shampoos and, and, and conditioners, hair and dyes, older, yep, all that horrible chemical agents in them, well, you're screwed up your scalp. So again, look into, you know, obviously our product, but do your research. Stop taking DHT inhibiting drugs. Start focusing on increasing the angiogenic effect inside your scalp. Now, I'll give you some bonus things that you can do. Obviously, so use our product, put it on correctly. You don't just spray it into the hair. You spray it into the scalp, and then you gently massage it, okay, so that it gets into the scalp. People who spray it into their hair, longer-haired guys, longer-haired women, won't get the same effect as people that put it into the scalp. So right now, it's a spray bottle. There's two, it's A and B, but eventually it'll be one formulation, which is coming probably September, maybe at the latest by October, where you'll just, again, you'll apply it probably with a dropper, depending on where your hair you know, loss issues are, and then you massage it into the scalp. And honestly, when you massage it into the scalp, again, assuming you're living a low inflammation lifestyle, the likelihood that you don't get regrowth within three to five weeks is very, very low. I mean, we have thousands of people all across the planet right now that are doing before and afters that are, you know, experimenting this, as we say it, they're taking the Pepsi challenge and they're getting regrowth. So if you don't get regrowth, you know, you're either inflamed, you know, somewhat traumatized, or you're just living such a poor lifestyle that you don't get blood flow to your scalp. And as you know, Ben, probably it's important to say this. If you do have a disease issue like COPD, you know, some sort of, you know, pulmonary issues where you have no blood flow, 
don't bother this because mm-hmm. this only will work is if you can get blood flow to your scalp and everyone can increase blood flow to their scalp unless you are seriously uh, comorbid with one of those diseases. Yeah, so fascinating. I want to I want to get some for my mom. I know that we have a special coupon for 15% off and the coupon code is KETOCAMP, but where would they go to apply that if they want to get this product? Well, so two th- so two ways. So they can go to the website and they can put in that code which is Keto Camp, which will give them 15% off uh, any of our products. Right now, there's three. What's, what's the website? Uh, it's A-S-E-I-R-Custom.com. We'll put it down below, too. Yeah, and then I'll also create a vanity URL for you that, you know, so if you want to throw stuff up on your place, you know, that will say it'll just be Keto. It'll be a seercustom.com forward slash Keto Camp. Perfect. So we'll create that for you, too. But either one, the code, if they just go to the website, they can enter the code. But Something that'll be really awesome, you know, I'll break this on your show, is that we are coming out with Oxano Brow and Lash. So that is going to be for women, you know, who are constantly putting on serums. Yeah, because that's like a big thing. And so, you know, we've had that for probably the last three or four months from a lot of our women customers. They're like, oh my God, you got to create a brow and a lash product. So that actually is coming from us. Maybe, you know, that should be here within six weeks. So maybe even by the time this podcast launches, you know, the women that are the watchers of your podcast could run and get that. But that's going to be a game-changing product. We also are going to have a Oxano Ageless, which will literally be a serum for the face that will be as effective uh, biochemically as uh, Botox without the neurotoxicity of Botox. Wow. Yeah. So again, golden age you know, products, you know, obviously we are very cautious in how we promote these online because it's not a clinical, you know, methodology and we're not obviously with a clinical grade of the product, but we're very close. So we have to be cautious on how we speak about these things because we can't make claims. So, you know, it may, it could, right. And and at the same time, you know, it's not at a level where it would be considered a clinical grade uh, solution or dosage. So we're like right under the number. So we pretty much know that if somebody uses our product, they're going to get pretty good results. And, you know, our customer retention rate is so unbelievable, dude, because as soon as people use it, they get the results that they want. So it's pretty awesome. Nick and I are a very blessed place. Now, do you have to continuously apply this long term? No, it's actually the best question you could ask. Dave Palumbo asked that at the end too. So if you get to a level of regrowth, and truthfully, like I'm at a place right now, right? Like I shaved my head. In fact, dude, look, man, I got a fur hawk. Oh, yeah, I see that. I want people to see my hair. Right? <laughs> so, so in truth, you will get to a point eventually where you will probably say like, man, I don't want to cut my hair every 16 or 17 days. Yeah. So you can totally stop provided that you, you know, again, are living a low inflammation lifestyle. And in order for, you know, us to like feel better about saying that we are going to create a shampoo, right? So it'll be a shampoo. It'll really actually be like a conditioning or finishing agent. So instead of putting all that that most of us put on our hair, including conditioner and shampoo, you will literally go into the shower. You will wash your hair out. Hopefully you'll have a filtration system. Yeah. Totally. So the water is not contaminating your scalp, but you'll wash out whatever sweat, sebum, whatever is in your follicle. And then you'll put this in, you'll massage it into your scalp again. You probably actually do a little bit more of a vigorous massage because it'll probably have like tea tree or something like that in there. So it'll, it'll feel cool. And then that's it. You won't even wash it out. You'll literally get out, you'll dry your hair and you'll go to bed. So it'll be again, it'll be like some sort of a leave-in conditioner type product. And then that will... 
for sure, if you use that like once a week, you know, maybe twice a week, that will maintain whatever growth you have. That's awesome, Jay. So keto, the keto campers listening, most of them, I would say all of them are practicing a low inflammatory, anti-inflammatory sort of lifestyle. So they should all be able to benefit from your product. So it's a seercustom.com. We'll put a link in the notes down below. Use keto camp, camp with the K. No space in between. Keto camp at checkout and you'll get 15% off. I'm curious to see what it does for my mom as well. So Jay, besides your website for their, your products, where else can the keto campers go check you out? First off, Ben, I love you, man. I really appreciate always coming on your show. It's always an amazing opportunity when you and I connect. I think this was amazing and I'm, I'm humbled that I always get the opportunity to speak with you and thank you for allowing me to speak. But they can find me on my uh, social media. It's Jay Campbell, C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L, so Camp Bell, like the soup, 333, which as you know is the Angel uh, Symphony. And that's on Instagram, Twitter, and also my YouTube channel. So you can easily do that. And then I would definitely say for all of your listeners, if they want to download, you know, my two highest rated, you know, number biggest selling books of all time, which would be the Testosterone Optimization Therapy Bible. And of course, the Blowtorch Diet book. All you have to do is go to JC, middle initial, somebody is stealing my domain, Campbell.com forward slash free books. And you can download not only those two books, but I now have two other PDFs that are on, you know, spirituality, enhancing your consciousness that are there. And then of course, all the podcasts, such as the amazing ones I've done with you that are relevant are all there as links too. So if you want to find out more about me, you can go there. Awesome, Jay. Yeah, go check out Jay on his social media. Go download those books. We'll put all of what you just mentioned. Rachel will put that down in the podcast notes. I also agree, brother. I love what you're doing. You show up bright in a world that needs it and you're a free thinker, super intelligent, knowledgeable experience. You're a good human being. And every time we get together, there's this synergy that just flows really nicely and we'll continue to collaborate and create and just help those who are willing to want to be helped. So I love you, bro. Thank you for coming back to the show. And I look forward to many more collaborations with you, Jay. For sure, brother. Service to creation, brother. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Jay Campbell. If you want to get his hair loss product, head to asircustom.com. Use the coupon code KETOCAMP at checkout. Camp with the K, no space in between and you'll get a nice discount. We will also drop a link in the notes of this podcast. Asir Custom is spelled A-S-E-I-R custom.com and use the coupon code KETOCAMP or just head to the link in the podcast notes and use KETOCAMP at checkout to get his product. I can tell you this, after the episode I did it with him, I got my mom on this product and she's been using it every night. So stay tuned for those results that will come in with my mom. I also started using his face cream and serum right before bed. So if you are interested in his products, asircustom.com, Keto Camp at checkout, please leave the podcast a rating or a review. If you got any value from this conversation, maybe text this conversation, this episode to a friend, copy the link, put it in a text message, somebody you know who's dealing with hair loss or any of the other issues we spoke about today. I want to thank you so much for listening to the entire episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. I'll see you on the next one.
This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.